never been in love before What the fuck are fucking feelings, yo? Once upon a time I was a hoe I don't even want a hoe no more Got you something from the liquor store Little bit of Lizzo and some more Trying to open up a little more Sorry if my heart a little slow Hey, 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 hey Hey y'all, this is Trey Gotti and Lady Lees. It is a hashtag, let's argue. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, it's just been a long day. Okay. How are you doing, ma'am? I'm doing good. You know, um, mm-hmm. it's been a very, very long week, child. But we still here. How you doing? Hey, man. I'm good. I'm, I'm feeling much better. Things are looking brighter. Hey. I'm off work. I ain't got to worry about people today. So I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm good. I'm a blessed child. Yes. And I am very excited of the feedback and everyone ex- enjoying our last episode. Yes, so. yes. 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 Thank y'all for listening. Cause you know, them fuck boys be out here. Okay. <laughs> yes. And shout out again to Kiki. Thank you so much for joining us, girl. I had a great time. So we're going to definitely try to have her back again. Yeah. Hopefully soon. Yes. Yes. So, all right. So let's go ahead and kick things off with the press release. Press release. All right. So I found a couple of interesting articles that uh, <laughs> kind of reminded me of the one from the last episode. Oh, boy. It, I, but it's not it's not as bad. Actually, two of them I'm not going to read because they're more so like letters and then someone answered them. But these are actual articles that kind of... Um, are supposed to give guidance, but I don't. I don't know if they do such a good job. Okay. So the first one came from GQ, mm-hmm. and it's um, how to deal with crushes when you're in a relationship. Mm. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting because you know, being um, obviously in a, a marriage, and you always have this whole this whole thing where people are just kind of like, that's the only person you're with, and you know, I guess you're not supposed to have crushes, but no one really talks about it. So it's funny when I'm at work. A lot of other women who are married is just kind of like they walk around and they want to know, well, where's the eye candy? Because, you know, I look at my husband all day. I want to see something else. Oh. And even when I went to the Alpha Derby, uh, one of the ladies we were with, mind you, she grown good, well taken care of. Husband was out there smoking his cigar and she was like, girl, come on, we got to be seen. Okay. And I'm looking at her like, what? Okay. So I guess this whole crush thing might be something. But either way, so the article says that one um when you have a crush when you're in a relationship number one keep it to yourself <laughs> definitely for now and probably forever you know what <laughs> that reminds me <laughs> of the song i don't know if you remember imagine the group and they had a song oh wow keep it to yourself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nobody else. that was a like a two-hit wonder group i don't even think they had a two-hit <laughs> I think it might have just been that one. Yeah. Yeah. But then that was it. I don't know where they are. Hmm. Oh, child. I don't hmm. know. Good, good throwback. But yes, yeah, <laughs> let's keep it to yourself. Um, saying that you might be tempted to tell your partner for all kinds of reasons. Some being just, you know, you're in your relationship and you tell your partner everything and all this stuff. But it basically says don't do it. So I, that one's easy. It's like, all right, that's that's fine. Yeah. Two, it says crushes can actually improve your existing relationship. What? Having a crush, yes, yeah, it's having a crush. A crush is a motivator. When you have a crush, you tend to take an extra, you know, extra four sit-ups to your daily routine or your uh, workout or something, I... right? You dress nicer. You actually do your hair. You you take a little bit more of an effort um, to be noticed by them, not necessarily by the crush, but because you have a crush, it just kind of gives you a renewed sense of how you come across the others, which both you and your partner might benefit from. Hmm. 
Yeah. Well, that's so, interesting because now it takes me back to that Tyler Perry movie. Why did I get married too? When she was having the emotional affair with the guy at work, and he was like, "Yeah, I noticed that you're, you know, looking better at work now. You didn't have to uh, care about what you were wearing." So that is true. Hmm. That is true. That yeah, I can I can see that too. I mean, I haven't. I don't know. Every company I've been with has been really lacking on the the eye candy. And even the ones that you end up finding, it's like you find something wrong with them immediately. And it's like, all right. All right. So ain't no, ain't no point in wasting my crush on you. So, Okay. So now it makes me think, is this a motivation to help you get through the day too? Because it's like. See, that's how I do it. So for me, I seek out the eye candy because it's something else to focus on. Because I'm not trying to look at all these ugly old folks all day. Okay, well, that's all I look at, y'all. You know my circle. I, there's nothing but <laughs> white men that I work with. I work in a very male-dominant profession. But, Same. <laughs> but it's like, okay, you know, I, I don't know. I never really thought of somebody at work being someone that would take me through the day. That's interesting. I mean, I got, like, I got a homeboy who works with me. He wouldn't be considered eye candy because he, I mean, he is cute. He dresses very nice, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of women at work go crazy over this guy. Is he a Kappa? No, no, no. He's not Greek <laughs> at all. Okay. Um, he, He's cool. Like, I, you know, me and him have some great conversation. We had a great relationship. But mm-hmm. I, like, at first, when I first met him, I was like, oh, eye candy. Okay, cool. And it wasn't, I wouldn't call it a crush mm-hmm. because, like, one he wasn't necessarily my type. It was just a nice change from what you normally see. So always seeing a black man come into work, you know, tell it up, cleaned up and all that stuff. And he got the baldy going on and all uh-huh. that stuff. And um, yeah. And then he's like, a, he's a real smooth talker or whatever. Right. Uh-huh. So, but as I got to know him, I got to know the real him. And then it was like, hey, ain't that cute no more. Oh. So then it made it hard because then it was like, you know, we can be joking around in meetings and stuff. And before it used to be like, we'll be in meetings. And that was my way of passing the time because I'm over here playing with him and he playing with me. And we just like, you know, making jokes and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, you know, just my little buddy or whatever. Yeah. Now it's just kind of like, okay, hey, what's up? <laughs> we still cool, but it's not, it's not the same. So I wouldn't call it a crush. Maybe that's just, I don't know. Maybe that's what some people might call it, but. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, you have a crush at work because you're trying to, you know, something else to look like, look at. I can see some people, though, taking full advantage of it and actually yeah. seeing it as a potential situation. So, oh, I mean, again, with my old um, job that I was working at, you know, we traveled about 80% of the time. And a lot of those men were having affairs with some people oh, on my girl. team. Yes. Woo. When I tell you, <laughs> I had a, um, I had a friend that was older than me at my company mm-hmm. and we were, we, 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 he would confide in me about everything. And so we always talked about like marriage, yeah. right? Yeah. But he's married with kids. He's some years older than me. So for me, it's kind of like, I didn't look up to him, but it was more so like, I respect a lot of things that he did simply because he was in his, you know, marriage much longer. Right. He got a family. Okay. And then he came out and told me, he kept telling me about this lady at the office and mind you, as you know, the company I work for is fairly large. Yeah. So I don't really think much of it. But then he kept talking about this woman. And I'm like, hmm. what is happening? So they slept finally, together or he wanted to sleep with her? Is that why he was talking about her a lot? He wanted to sleep with her. But then the way he was talking about it, I just called him out on him. I was like, did you, did you, you ain't fuck that girl, did you? What do you say? 
and he said that they they got close. He didn't go through it through with it. So I think they got down to like almost to a hotel or whatever, right? His wife ended up finding out that something was going on. But this this lady, mind you, she had held a very senior level, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Was treating him to all these things and buying him tickets to stuff and you know, getting him trips to the Porsche. Was uh, she married? The guy I mean No, the, the girl and she was white. I was like, Are you serious? Mm. I was so mad. I was like, for real? One of those girls who just looked like, oh, I was so mad. I was like, really? So you sacrificed all that for this? Clearly. If you like, fuck with me, I'll take your man, <laughs> bitch. I'll take your man home. <laughs> I mean, I was just kind of like, really? I was so disappointed in him, but he was also telling me about somebody, um, somebody else in his circle at the company who he got caught because he was his his secretary or his you know executive assistant mm-hmm. um kept was coming to pick him up because they supposedly lived so close and it got to the point where the wife just thought you know this is happening way too frequently yeah, so no. she followed him and instead of coming straight to the office they would actually go to a hotel first and wow. then come to the office and you want me to move to Atlanta mm. I mean but these guys. They, yeah. No. I'm trying to find something. <laughs> I, <can't. laughs> I mean, the guy was old. He's older, you know. The the dude who got caught with in the hotel, whatever they got, they were older. So, I mean, I'm sure the executive assistant wasn't, but girl, eh, listen, That's crazy. Anyway, so yeah, so it says you know pressure's gonna actually improve your. Exi- it says also says it can improve your existing relationship but then it goes on to say but a crush can also be a wake-up call Mm -hmm. so crushes do have a way of highlighting problems in a partnership excuse me the missing piece might just be feeling like you want to feel young again almost like you know that whole teenage crush thing or it might be something bigger harder to to define or something that isn't solvable that's interesting because I was actually watching a snippet of another podcast and they were talking about something similar where the cheating or if they stepped out and noticed that, okay, the woman that I have at home, you know, it, it's really not worth me messing up my relationship mm-hmm. over whoever it is that they claim to have a crush on. So, I mean, it's not far fetched. I mean, it's when you really think about it, a crush is more so, you know, whatever is face value. Yeah. Because you're just looking at what you see and maybe just a glimpse of what you might experience with them. It's different than having somebody at home that you go to constantly that you know inside and out. So a lot of people end up screwing all that up because they like what they see. They think it's something different. They convince themselves that they're missing something. And then they risk it all just to find out that they had it all the whole time. Mm -hmm. There wasn't nothing there to begin with. Yep. Right. Um, So speaking of that, it says the next tip is maintain those boundaries so telling someone that you have a crush on them is acting on it so staying later at work than you usually do texting someone more often than you used to um if you find yourself giving your crush extra time and attention that you could be giving your partner you're crossing the line Mm. yes so and then the last one says enjoy it the point of a crush is just to enjoy it while it lasts so you have a crush enjoy it if you're not acting on it 
Well, I think it's, well, a crush doesn't necessarily mean you have to act on it. That's similar to what I said earlier. It's like, you you know, you see somebody at work, it's good eye candy, you like to watch. You don't act on it, and eventually you kind of get over it. Hmm. I mean, I've never had a work crush that lasted, you know, months to a year. Have you? Well, I had the work crush, but that was the guy that slid the bill over. So, I mean, see where that is. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I haven't had that experience. It's always been like, you know, you, you know, somebody cute, you watch for a little bit. And then, I mean, but then also the companies I've always worked for, I've always worked for the corporate side of multiple organizations. And every time mm-hmm. I do, there's rarely a lot of us that are actually like worth Yeah looking at unfortunately or just people attract that i'm attracted to so when you do find that one speck in the bowl of milk it's kind of like oh okay okay cool cool and then you know eventually you're like yeah i guess so so you just you enjoy the little high school feeling for a while and then you move on but that could just be me that's not that's fair yeah all right so the next one um says the next article is around what experts say these seven things can what well, these seven things that can save your failing relationship. Mm, okay. Yes, girl. So we went from crushes to relationships. <laughs> so this these are really quick seven tips, right? Mm-hmm. The first one being reliving the good times. So thinking about those early days of your relationship, what made you two fall in love in the first place, just the things that made you happy, right? Okay. Two, forgiving past hurts. Uh, when you're still holding on to something from the past, you have a tendency to keep bringing it up during every fight you have. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, that's, I think that's part of the, the downfall for some relationships that don't last too long. Yeah. Especially if the person did something wrong. Um, number three, understanding that relationships go through phases. So once the honeymoon phase is over, your relationship will settle a bit and you'll become more comfortable with each other. Sometimes being too comfortable can make you worry that you're stuck in a rut. Mm. so that one I've actually given a lot of friends advice on because I think a lot of people get really carried away with that honeymoon phase and then when reality hits it's like oh this is who that person is Mm -hmm. because I mean I remember when me and Travis first got engaged a number of people had, had just gotten married and I remember a friend calling me and she was like I don't know what's going on but like the three people who we knew got married right before you, mind you, uh, after a year, they were already getting divorced. Oh, wow. Right. I was like, well, what's what's yeah. in the water? Yeah. I don't want that. <laughs> so, right. But I mean, a lot of it is because, you know, you the honeymoon phase, no one knows how long that lasts. And sometimes you just, you're on cloud nine, nine for so long that, you know, you're not realizing that time is still going on. This person is still going to work. You're still going to work. You still have your own issues. Things are happening in your day to day. You're grown. You and your partner are growing mm-hmm. at the same time with each other. Yeah, and with really, you yeah. know, other people in society, right? Mm-hmm. And that right there is what what changes relationships. So the hardest part about that is making sure that in the midst of y'all growing, you find a way to to, to continue to adapt to each other, adjust to each other. So if I go to work or if I take up something, you know, on the side, like um, when I went back to get my MBA, that was a whole nother part of me. Right. And my growth. Right. Mm-hmm. But my husband is still here. So he's not really, he's here, but he's not experiencing 
the things I do with the school on a day to day. So I'm literally growing without him. So I have to make sure I continue to work on us at the same time working on myself. Right. And the same with him. He, you know, he coaches. So it's like the more he's around um, more athletes and he's involved with these things and he travels, he's still growing. Like he's learning so many things about, you know, the, the that industry. I don't, I'm, I'm not there. So it's like, you're, you're just constantly changing, but that's what happens when you leave the honeymoon phase. You're not just focused on, Oh, it's all, give me a kiss, give me a kiss here and kiss me there and then hug me before you go. And this and this and that. <laughs> it's not, it's not all that it's, it's actual work. So, and that I get, but it makes me also question because, uh, you know, I, a lot of people that I'm very close with are either married or engaged. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the, the friends that I do have have stated that they have voiced like their goals or their expectations or what makes them tick or like what they're looking forward to in the relationship. So it makes me question whether or not the people who are getting divorced after a year have Mm -hmm. talked and sat down or went to counseling or what have you to determine, you know, how their relationship is going to shift through each one of those phases. I mean, I would say for the ones that I know, a lot of details around what happened in their relationship. Some went to counseling, but what it really came down to was that the person that they were with were different than what they thought. Mm, okay. So, and I mean, but a lot of people I think go into these relationships or engagements thinking, you know, Hey, we're, this is what my expectations are. This is what I, you know, what I want. This is how I want it to be. But that, but that's my point though. All that stuff changes. Yeah. It, it literally changes what you think is most important at that stage is not going to be most important um, two years from then. Right. Exactly. And especially when a wedding is, is involved, I mean, discussions about money, you know, your finances, family, planning an event like that, just th- that right there is like test number one. Yeah. Once you pass through that one, now you got to deal with everything that comes after that. And then, you know, just it, it's a lot. And there's a lot. problem now, now that you're talking about the wedding, a lot of people are focused on, or I won't even say a lot of people as in a couple, but some women are mainly focused on the wedding itself and not the marriage. And that's where another problem comes into play. Amen. I mean, it's easy to get caught, you know, get carried away with the whole wedding thing. Cause you're excited. You know, you got the ring, you want to celebrate. And, um, most people don't know, but when me and Travis were engaged, I actually wanted us to elope. I wanted us to just leave and go because mm-hmm. I was like, we ain't got to deal with nobody else. Let's just do us and keep going. But he wasn't really for it. He he wanted family and all that stuff. But I was like, let's just hurt. But I was also like, well, you know, we've been together for so many years now. Let's just go ahead and, you know, go get married. We, we worry about everybody else later. But then I got caught into the idea of having a wedding. And you do. You get carried away. You you know you you're imagining what the wedding is going to be like, and for for a split second, you'll definitely forget that you know that's that's a one day event. Mm-hmm. And after that, you know you got to come back down to earth. You, you after your honeymoon and all that stuff, everything's said and done. Yeah, now it's back to regular life again. And you thinking that wedding was a big deal, but really it was just a party for everybody else. Yeah, I sure was. And I definitely had a good time at yours. So Hello, girl. <laughs> Ooh, man, that was uh that was fun. If I could go back though, I wouldn't even have it, to be honest with you. I would have taken that money and just went to straight to the honeymoon. 
and told everyone, hey, y'all can meet us there. We can have a little ceremony and that's it. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. I had a great time, but it was it was one of those things where at the end of everything, it was like, dang, I really could have just did something else with that. I kind of agree with you there. Yeah. Because it, uh, yeah, but either way. So let's see. Um, number three in the seven things that can save a failing relationship, it says having your own interest. One yeah. small way to save a failing relationship is to do your own thing. I agree with that. I agree too. Diving into your own interest and letting the relationship breathe for a bit while staying together. I would say that was probably the one of the biggest things that helped me and Travis mm-hmm. early in our marriage because we were together so much it became weird when we tried to take a break from each other. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. No, it does so, So it was like I started getting involved with other things, going out with friends again, going to happy hour without him and him doing the same thing and then coming back together. Mm -hmm. But, you know, some people don't do that. No, they don't. I know one couple that does everything together. (laughs) Like, I I have no idea how, like, okay, do you, I, I don't get it. I'm really confused. Like, I mean, do you go to the bathroom by yourself? Like, that's how often they're together. And I'm really confused. Like, they do everything together. Like, every time they go out or just, like... No. Not every time they go out. I'm talking about everything. Like, anything that's going on is with the spouse. They don't... You don't never see any pictures of them with friends or anything like that. And if there is friends, they're together with the friends. Like, it's never a moment where you see this person by themselves i'm like okay well who are you as the individual and they've been together since college so and now you know we're in our into our 30s now and you've had that type of relationship since your early 20s i'm like damn oh that yeah that's it's a little odd i mean i will say there was a period where it me and travis got so used to doing things separate we actually had to work to try to get back together me back together so like we would go like work events and stuff mm-hmm. people would be like where your husband at oh he at home i'm i'm here what y'all looking for him for right. like to me it was like you know this is this is my group like i don't need to do that and then i started feeling bad because it was like dang like it's and it's the same thing his his co-workers would have something and i wouldn't go but it got to the point where we were like yeah we gotta we gotta still show you know come together and do all this stuff and we found that what helps is finding people we had mutual relationships with Mm -hmm. so like we got a we got a um we got some friends that are married and um my one is my co-worker and her husband and her husband is literally like him and travis are like twins like they they act alike Mm -hmm. so much so it works we can go to their house they can come to our hours and it's cool and then we got friends where it's like they may not be they're not married they don't they might not even be in a relationship but they have friends that we just so happen to get along with so even when we show up together it's like we're separate so we show up he can go and hang with certain people and then i go and hang with the people i'm cool with yeah so that makes it a little bit easier but the only thing that will i mean we don't mind doing things together but we're definitely not stuck at the hill definitely i i probably well yeah, because we was out in that street when we were in, when I was in Atlanta. So, <laughs> right, <laughs> no, with no problem. <laughs> uh, yeah, like he shows up when he needs to, and then you know when I need him to back away, it's my time. He does that, and I do the same for him. So, yeah, yeah you have you have to have your own interests. It can't it can't just be that's 
To me, that doesn't seem like that's healthy, but maybe that works for, you know, your friend or whatever. Oh, she's not my friend. She's a friend of a friend, but. Oh, okay. Well, friend of a friend. (laughs) I was just really confused as to how all of that flows together. Like, you know, again, I I don't even know if they're going to the bathroom by themselves. Like, that's just. Some people take that whole, like, I would consider Travis my best friend. So me and him, you know, share everything. Like, that's who I gossip to. Yeah. But. And maybe that's what that girl is doing. Like maybe that's how their relationship is, but they're taking it to an extreme. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe they just have, you know, old school beliefs where, you know, you just, you with them. That's it. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> so <laughs> Number five, showing more empathy toward each other. So showing more empathy in your relationship can be as easy as asking your partner about their day mm-hmm. and giving them space to talk about their feelings. Yeah. Number six, having at least one six-second kiss each day. When a relationship starts failing, there's usually a decrease in the amount of physical contact and affection between the couple. Why did they come up with the number six, though? Why does it have to be six seconds? I don't know. That I guess the whole premise is just, you know, don't be giving quick pecks on the cheek or whatever. Try to make it last forever. Make it last. <laughs> Just to do a little extra, which I guess I can see. Like, if you're just, you know, going through the swing of things and you're not showing any type of affection, then yeah. My first thought would be like, okay, if you ain't kissing me, where you getting it from? Mm. But, uh, okay, number seven is the obvious. Go to therapy. Therapy. Mm -hmm. If you really want your relationship to work and you've exhausted all the options you can on your own, seeking out a professional may be helpful. So, yeah. So, for all of y'all out there in failing relationships, there are your tips. Mm-hmm. Hope it works. But yeah, that is the end of press release. Press release. Whew. All right. What's next? Oh, now it's time for Let's Argue. Let's argue about this. Let's argue about that. Oh, that's a new one. <laughs> that I is might a have new to one. incorporate that. <laughs> okay. I might have to add that in. Oh, <laughs> All right. So this theme this week is Would You Rather? Would you rather? So I'll let you go ahead and kick this off. Yes. So, you know, I have a couple. So I'm just trying to figure out what the best one to start off with. But here we go. Would you rather see the text your ex wrote about you or have (laughs) them see the text that you wrote about them? Mm. Um, I would rather see the text that they wrote about me. Hmm. Yeah, I, they only need to see the one I wrote about them. Well, it depends. If we if we ended on some really bad, like a really bad note, then I definitely would want them to see what I wrote, just so I can dig in there one more time. But no, I would rather see what they wrote about me. Okay. Which what would you do? So I actually had an ex that put an app on his phone for me to see the text that he wrote about me. So wait, what? <laughs> wait, there's an app for that? Yes, there is an app for that. So, so, so wait, 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 pause. So there's an app where you he can make it so that you see his text messages yes so and this was back in the day so he put an app on his phone mm-hmm. and he was trying to get my attention like this was a point where I, I really didn't care for what he had to say mm-hmm. so he put the app on his phone and I just kept getting text messages from him and all the text messages would be him saying stuff and then the person replying so I said, hey, you need to check your phone. 
you know, eventually after I got a flood of the text messages Mm -hmm. and, you know, apparently he got this friend all riled up to where she's saying stuff like, oh, she's not ready for a real man and all this stuff. What? Yes. Wait, so he was texting a female about you? Yes, he was. So... I, you know, I text him. I was like, Hey, you need to check your phone. I was like, I wasn't going to be the typical angry black woman because again, I didn't, it was no shred of feeling left. So I was like, all right, you know, whatever you can say, whatever you want to say, because at this point in time, I'm done with you. But wow. after that, he's like, why, what's going on? I said, just check your phone. Cause I'm getting your text messages. And then eventually it came out in the letter he had wrote to me that he put the app on his phone so he could get my attention. So I already saw that swag. <laughs> right. I already saw the text messages that he said about me. So I think that I will probably want to do the same, which was have him see the text messages I wrote about him. So Wow. What happened to the to the whole like pretending that you texting somebody else but you're really texting them? <laughs> <laughs> but I think we've all done that. I think he just wanted <laughs> to be extra technical, okay? So I, I don't know. Wow. Wow. I have no words. Me either. Okay. I had no words when it was done. And I still have no words. But I, I just wanted to put that little <laughs> small story out there that that was crazy. Oh, boy, y'all. Please don't go out there down the apps. That is just, that's trash. <laughs> that is trash, trash. So, okay. So, here's mine for you. Yeah. Would you rather have great sex but horrible hygiene? And this is in terms of the partner. Your partner has to have great sex but horrible hygiene or horrible sex but great hygiene. I'd rather take the horrible sex but great hygiene for 200, <laughs> Alex. Because let me tell you, I mean, I've, I told you I've had a couple situations where they were not so Mr. Clean and I, I just couldn't do it. Oh, Lord. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I and feel then you. he was like, both was negative because he smelled and the shit was whack. So oh. it's like... You know, yeah, <laughs> the worst. That's the worst of two evils. <laughs> yeah, I don't. No, no, I think I agree. I would prefer because I feel like horrible sex. You can you can find ways around that, right? I can teach them. Yeah, but the uh, horrible hygiene, though. Good God, child. Yeah, uh. it's not. It's not fun. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh. Oh God. Oh. Okay. I feel like you have to keep lights all by the bed or something. What I tell you, I told you I had to spray for breeze my couches and put my comforters in the wash. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This, oh, jeez. So, mm, okay, you go ahead. All right. So, would you rather have sex with a guy where his dick is too small or his dick is way too big? I'm talking about way too big where he is like banging your cervix way too big. Oh, <laughs> and it's uncomfortable. Um, dang. Okay, I think I would take the way too big. So you rather have? <laughs> I'm up for a challenge, child. I'll take that. So you rather have the potential of, you know, you not being able to have kids. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because, okay, so I have to play devil's advocate here. What if his dick is too small, but he got that tongue gang, though? Oh, dang. Right. And then dude that's way too big. Can't do it. Can't do it. 
oh, he, I don't do that. You know. Some oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, that's that big dick syndrome right there. So, yeah, no. Okay, Mr. Small. Mr. Small is the head, right? You right. You right. If the hair right, leave that hair. <laughs> you right. right. Yeah, I had, I had to think about that one. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. Okay, um, let's see. So mine, um, okay, so this one is, I don't know, it's probably not as fun, but so would you prefer a relationship that only consists of love and good sex or a relationship that consists of loyalty, only loyalty and financial success? Oh, Lord. So that means the guy with the good sex is cheating on me. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Is that what you're telling me? Well, it's okay. So, I mean, you have you have two options. So, it can just be you got a relationship that is only built on love and sex. Like that's the only good thing going on. But if he everything loves else me, is that in means shambles. He's, he's he's good. Well, well, oh. yeah, he loves you. He's dedicated to you. But then again, if he loves me, he could be. Well, he my loves ass you, too. but well, no, actually, if he loves you, doesn't mean he's necessarily loyal. But he loves you and he, he lays it down. And he also could be beating my ass too, so I don't know that that part. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know about that. Or Um, you can have one where I mean, you can't really care about the sex because what you have is someone who's loyal to you and financially successful. So the guy that doesn't have sex is his dick falling off or something like that? (laughs) I don't know. He got money. He can probably get another one. Or maybe he got ED. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But he's loyal to you. It don't even matter. You he, don't matter what he got. He is coming home to you every single day. He only wants you. I'm gonna have to go with the second part. Uh, he's loyal okay. and he's yeah. I'm gonna have to go financially with successful. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I agree. I agree. I I can't even can't even push on that one because if it's just loving good sex, it's like yeah. okay, that's it. Right. Mm, okay all right all right so i'm gonna switch it up and do a who'd you rather Ooh. yes so i'm gonna take it back to the 90s 90s music heartthrobs genuine or d'angelo oh Mm. well it depends are we also talking about 90s genuine and d'angelo or are we talking no, about they, 2019 no no no, not 2019 <laughs> i'm talking about 90s then okay they don't look clearly the listen i went to the roots picnic in the fall it was a couple of years ago and d'angelo was the headliner i said lord girl said, you must saw... have gained 150 pounds sir and there's and no more him, yeah i caught him right before he gained well i think when he first lost it because he had gotten out and um, Mary J. Blige had him on yeah. her tour. Yeah. And when um, me and my homegirl Lindsay went to see him and see her, and he was one of the opening acts. And I was, it, it was good, but he definitely, girl, he had his stomach out, a leather vest. He was looking like <laughs> old boy from um, Waiting to Excel. Yeah. That's yeah. what he was like. That's exactly what he was dressed like. Yes. He did that at my show, too. I Seriously. Said see? <laughs> so. I was so mad. And then not only did you, are you like looking like a sumo wrestler up there, but you didn't do my lady. Like, how do you do not No. Actually, you know what? Yeah, because he did. Um, Yeah, he didn't do his biggest hits, I will say. He did. Uh, what was the one song? Um. Dang, something I, I'm gonna get it all wrong because I'm trying to get the beat in my head. Something cherry pie, something like that. Something. Oh, you talking about the um devil's pie? 
Yes, Devil's Pie. Thank you. <laughs> that's the one. That's the only one I think he did where it was like, okay. And I think he did um, Untitled. Oh. I think he did Untitled. I don't remember if he did uh, My Lady. I don't remember if he did. I w- you would think that he would, but I don't really remember. Mm. Wasn't really that memorable of a performance. Oh, right. you know? So who are you doing? I... <clears throat> You know, I'm I'm gonna have to go with D'Angelo only because I've I've never been into that whole light skin S girl thing. <laughs> I've never been I've never been like into that. It's just I don't know. <laughs> so, no. I mean, he could dance, but it was never. Uh, I I just couldn't see it. It was like, oh, okay, yeah. That's I don't fine. really see genuine putting it down. I really don't. No, Mm-mm. like I feel like he he he. Ooh. He's that type that I feel like he's that type where when it's time to do it, he's gonna be the one like humping the ground first and then like oh trying to God. show off I can't like I can do this and then like he's gonna give you a show before he actually do what he need to do. Oh Lord. Whereas I feel like D'Angelo's just wasn't he with um what what's her name? Who did he who was he married to? I don't know. Angie Stone, right? Was he? I I wanna say, girl, let me get my Googles on. Hold on. Because I want to say he was either married or engaged to Angie Stone. Oh, I didn't hear that one, child. Girl, yes. And if that's the um, Angelo Angie Stone. Yeah, girl, I think he he liked the chocolate women. I was... <laughs> yes, it was. It was him and Angie Stone. I think they got a baby together. Wow. I didn't know that one. Yeah, girl. Well, well, how does it feel, child? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I gotta go with that one. Okay, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm definitely going with Mr. D'Angelo. Okay, yes. Okay, so <clears throat> another one, um, relationship based. So, would you prefer a man with a job but lives with his mom? Oh Lord, come on. Or a man with no job but he has his own spot? Don't ask me how. So he sells drugs. This dude is on the block. Oh, no. He could, he could be doing that. Maybe a family member left it to him. You know, who knows? Okay, so if he has the job, I'm hoping that he's saving to get a place. So I'm going to have to go with that one. Because I, it's too suspicious if the dude has his own spot and no job. Where's the money coming from? And am I going to get raided because you're doing something illegal? Oh, it could. I mean, he could be. He could have been raised by his granddad. Granddad passed away, left him the house. He ain't got no bills. So now you just chilling. You don't have no hobbies or anything. That's another problem. Yeah. So it pretty much spells out bum. Yeah, I will say <laughs> that's pretty much exactly. Yeah, it does spell out bum. Sure but does. if he's living with his mom, ain't no telling how long it's gonna be. And then how you gonna really get to know him if mom all in the picture? Well, that's why my spot comes into place. You can yeah. come over here. Mm, that's true. But like this, this can't be going on for years now. This is not what we about to do. It might take that long. Maybe you're trying to clean up his credit and everything. You gotta, you gotta job. Okay. Well, if it's a, a relevant excuse as to why he's at home, then yeah. But if you just chilling, talk about some. Uh, for instance, there was one of my good friends. She lives in Atlanta now. She was telling me when she was out here mm-hmm. that she was dating a guy, and he said to her, "Yeah, I live at home." And this and that, you know, all of y'all out here want that instant gratification. You know, you got to take your time. But mind mm-hmm. you, 
that seems to me like he was not looking forward to doing anything on his own. Well, granted, yes, New York is very expensive. However, I'm me myself. I'm coming from another state and I'm established. There's no excuse for you to be out here and not have nothing together. That's crazy. Girl, listen, I I know grown people, grown folks who have no shame and living in their parents' home and just chilling off that. I mean, but do you really, if you really think about it though, you know how much money me and Travis will be having oh, yeah. if well, we stay with girl. Listen, if I'm at home, we need to be in Beckingham Palace where I got right. a whole wing. <laughs> right. I got a wing to myself. Okay? I wouldn't even I when I tell you, I wouldn't even need a wing because I want to be here. I'm flying <laughs> out so many times. You what? You ain't gotta worry about no no mortgage. Oh. No wing. Listen. Now, Jeez, that right there. Must be nice. I don't know what that feels like. Must be nice. <laughs> All right. All right. Go ahead. So back to who would you rather do? Okay. Lawrence from Insecure or Jay Ellis, which is his name, mm-hmm. or Ghost from Power or Mari Hardwick, which is his name. Oh, God. Ugh. Really? Yes, that's the choices. So you got to pick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, you know what messed it up for the for uh Maureen Hardwick or whatever his name is? When I found out he was an alpha, I was like, oh, here we oh, go. Oh, he's an alpha? He does. He looks like the He does. Alpha. He gives you alpha vibes, right? It's like, yeah, okay, that's where alpha. that comes from. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had, so, uh, and again, he's a little bit too light-skinned for me, but the other dude is too, he's too skinny. He's cute, though. <laughs> Yeah, he cute. and he is tall. I don't know how tall he is. I think he's about six three, something like that. That'll work. I'll take him. Okay. Yeah, I'll take him, and I, I can. Yeah, I can deal with that. Well, and Mario, I don't know how how tall Mario is. I, he's I about imagine. five seven. Oh no. Yeah. What are you saying? You lying? Guess, no, I'm not. I'm not. You lying. are lying. I'm to not me. lying. So I I used to have a trainer. And he actually used to train clients in the same gym where Amara used to work out at. And he said, yeah, he's not that much taller than I am. And he was 5'7", my trainer. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what? Even with that, I'm going to have to go with ghosts because comparing, like, fake sex scenes from these shows Mm -hmm. and looking how ghosts be holding it down. I mean, he got. I will say I though, that in he, my life. Now, he got the cuts and the chisels in the right spots. Not just spots. the body. I'm talking about how he flip and spin and dip and drop and pick well, up and drop yeah, down. Because he he's stocky. He's short by oh. nature. He got to do the legs and you know a lower body workout <laughs> to carry stuff. That makes a whole lot of sense. I mean, I I would be more depressed if he couldn't really had on his own. It's like, well, what else are you doing, child? That explains it. You know, I feel like shorter guys always work very hard on getting their muscles, right? They do. Yeah. But not all of them can put it down. And he, based on the, the acting of, you can act like that. Yeah. I know. <laughs> That's true. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm it's acting saying. for a reason. You're right. You're right. <laughs> You're absolutely right, child. I don't know. All right. So here's one for you. Yeah. Would you rather travel but never have a home or family to go back to or have a home and a family but never travel but don't travel did i travel when i was younger 
I know I keep Did you get it out your system? Like, well, did, we, did we do this already? <laughs> I keep asking my questions. I need to know the background. I mean, that's just me. You know, guys, I, I do a lot of analytics <laughs> for my work. I have to understand all grounds in order for me to make a, well, a proper decision. <laughs> in this case, we're going to assume that you haven't had the luxury of traveling yet. Like, you're now an adult. You have the option to have your own family and not travel. Or travel for the rest of your lovely life and never have a family. This is a huge one that's hard to pick. Man, um, I think I'm going to probably have to go with the family. I think I am. Okay. You thought I was going to say travel, wasn't you? No, no. I, so I, so I'm more, I'm the selfish one. So my thought was like, well, I mean, you can always make friends. So, <laughs> oh gosh. I mean, if I get to see the world, then you're right about it. Now that you say that, that's, that's very, that's, yeah. that's very true. I mean, unfortunately, I mean, that means you likely like die alone, but yeah. You know, really want to be well, once my kids are grown maybe i can just go on ahead and out there but no you'll never get to do you have to choose it's like the red pill or the blue pill oh lord okay so, uh, yeah. I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and rock with family i'm gonna rock with the family uh, i don't know I, i'm gonna think i'm gonna see if i can make some friends along the way <laughs> like <laughs> maybe record my my travels and then tell them hey when i'm good and gone just go ahead and distribute and you know share so that way my story is told and then I'm good okay child that's bad I know but (laughs) (laughs) think of the places you can see you're right you're right right. I don't know I mean well that's a good answer too because yeah everyone wants family and you know when I think (laughs) what (laughs) you don't know that song I, I can't hear what you're saying Oh, then it's meant for me not to sing it. <laughs> that's, that's all that means. That's all maybe that just, means. Maybe the pitch was a little too high. I don't. Yeah, know. I'm sure the pitch was off. Just, just bring it down <laughs> a little bit, and I'll be able to understand. What you're I said, when I think of home. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> when I think. See, of there home. we go. See, but you, you was on a different pitch though. I was on a different one, so it, it didn't quite it didn't come through. I was a little bit too high. <laughs> should have brought it down low a little bit it's okay <laughs> it's all right it is okay, okay. <laughs> next time <laughs> it's all right y'all uh, all right i'll be honest so my last two aren't really nothing so if you want to do the rest of yours okay real quick so who'd you rather okay another one mm-hmm. miguel or bruno mars oh my god are you serious i'm dead serious because i know it's a hard one <laughs> my god <sighs> Miguel or Bruno Mars yep um, Miguel yeah me too yeah he got that whole Scorpio thing going on I don't know if you ever had an experience with oh, Scorpio oh yes I have okay so you understand <laughs> <laughs> yes that and it actually explains a whole lot yes <laughs> that explains a whole lot Yes. Okay. So actually, now now I think I got one for you. Hold okay. on. Let me think because I want to do a. 
who 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 would you rather? Um, let's see. Mm. <clears throat> Damn, I gotta think about it. Um, hmm. Lil Wayne. Oh Lord. You just or... lost me right there. <laughs> <laughs> As you know what, I'll keep it simple. Okay. Drake or Meek Mill? Hmm. Oh, wait. Dang. I didn't know what you're going to say. How do you know what I'm going to say? Because you're from Philly. That don't mean nothing. Okay. But yeah, I am going. <laughs> <laughs> See, I already know. <laughs> Because, like, you know, I can, my accent could come out and he'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Sure, you know, I should have did um, uh, Meek Mill or Cassidy. Oh, shit. Mm. Oh, man, you remember what? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said it. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Okay, that, we'll save that story for another day. No, so. we got to tell the story. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, so we... Were... By the way, have you seen the pictures of him lately? I have not. Oh, my God. When I tell you, f- fell off. Oh, I'm not surprised. Whew. All oh. right. So real quick, y'all. So we were actually coming from my birthday. I had just turned 21. This is when I was still living in Atlanta. And I don't know if everyone is familiar with um, the place called Lucky's. I don't know if it's still called it, that. It's uh, um, it's not Lucky Lounge no more. It's called uh, damn, what is it called? Uh, Sweet Lounge. Okay. All right, so what's called now Sweet Lounge. It was called Lucky Lounge back in the day. It used to be the spot. It was, child. <laughs> so, so yeah, you know, I'm driving back home with my friend um, who lives in Atlanta. We're driving back to our um, apartment that was on campus. And as we were driving, this car had stopped. They were going the opposite way. The car stopped and, you know, the window rolls down. And then we look in the car and it's Cassidy. So we're like, oh, what's up? Or whatever, you know, <laughs> doing all of that. And he's like, yeah, so one of y'all give me my, your phone number. So again, young and dumb, <laughs> I gave him my phone number because I... On that flip horizon you used to have, I remember it. <laughs> yes, I did have a flip horizon. It was red. I sure, Actually, I still have it. It's in the drawer. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I gave him my phone number because, again, you know, we have the whole Philly thing going. And um, we had actually did a whole bunch of text exchanges. And it was a couple times where we were supposed to meet up. And to be honest, I was a little taken aback by that because I didn't want to come off as like the typical groupie chick. So mm-hmm. we get back to my apartment. And, you know, at this point in time, another roommate of, of ours, my line sister, we were telling her, hey, like, we met Cassidy, this, that, and the third, and he wants us to come back to the hotel. I was like, can y'all go with me? Because I didn't want to just go by myself. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted to go. So we ended up not going. So then, fast forward, it's now summertime break, because my birthday is in May. So, you know, we're not in school anymore. I'm back in Philadelphia. So then he hits me up again. And this time, the bodyguard hit me up and was like, yeah, you know, Cassidy is in Philly, are you in Philly? And I'm like, yeah, I'm in Philly. So then he was like, yeah, well, you should come down to Broad and something. I, I forget what the what the streets were. It was like, mm-hmm. it was in North Philly. Let's just mm-hmm. say that. Now, North Philly has changed, but North Philly was North Philly. 
at that time, <laughs> okay? And if anybody who knows anything about North Philly is not no, you know. Wait, is that where my aunt is? Where we? Yes. Okay, I thought so. Yeah. yeah. It, oh, it don't look like that no more? No, it then it came up a little bit. They, it's now called Liberty City or something like that. Like, oh, they hello. gentrification crap. So anyway, or Northern Liberties, that's what it's called. Northern Liberties, something pretty. <laughs> But anyway, um, so he was like, yeah, you know, meet me down at Broad and whatever. And I'm like, Ugh, I don't know about that. So then I was like asking people like if they wanted to go with me, because, again, I didn't want to go by myself. I asked my best friend. She's like, "Nah, I'm not going. And then I asked my brother to go with me. So I was like, yo, go with me down here or whatever, because I don't know where we were meeting at. But again, I didn't want to go by myself. We mm-hmm. get down there and. He texted me and said, meet me in the McDonald's parking lot. So I pull in, meet you him there. R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> so I meet him there. And then, um, you know, they pull up in their Escalade. Because, you know, at that time, the Escalade was the thing to drive. Mm-hmm. They pull up in the Escalade and then um, they roll the window down. They see my brother. And they're like, you put the fucking nigga in the car? Oh, then, <laughs> right. <laughs> So then they ended up driving off. So I'm like, all right, whatever, fine. But I wasn't, again, I wasn't about to go up there by myself. So then maybe 10 minutes later, me and my brother, we driving back home. You know, I get a text. I forget what the text said. But then, you know, we finally get back to the crib. And then I get a phone call from the bodyguard. And he's like, what the fuck? You got some a nigga in the car, this and that and the third. Like, you know, I'm with a celebrity. You can't be having nobody. And I, I hung up the phone. I was like, that's the end of that. <laughs> that is the end of that. So that's what I'm, I'm not. I'm not about to deal with that shit. I'm like, you're not about to turn me into some like typical mm-hmm, groupie mm-hmm. chick or whatever that's young and dumb but anyway that was a quick story with Cassidy and that's the reason why she asked about Cassidy <laughs> and your answer is no to Cassidy okay <laughs> so, oh god okay well I think on that note <laughs> let's go ahead and end the uh let's argue portion and move into our ask and argue yes yes all right so this listener question reads if you're in a relationship with someone and after an argument your significant other doesn't speak to you text or phone call for two weeks are y'all still in the relationship here are some things to consider one the person is posting actively on social media tried it (laughs) two no one said it is over or anything of that nature in the arguments how does your opinion change if you're just dating or in an exclusive relationship? Well, <clears throat> so if we're just dating, I'm done. We're done. Yeah. If you're dating, well, yeah, but they're in a relationship. But she said, okay, wait. Okay, okay. So we'll talk about the relationship part first. Yeah. So if we're still in a relationship, that argument must have been super heated if we're not talking for two weeks and you posting on social media like you doing whatever you want to do and we still lingering on whatever is going on between you and I so I think as the time progressive you may be cooling off but I'm heating up because I can't believe that you (laughs) are not speaking to me two days is is uh, I mean not two days two weeks two weeks is a long time yeah that's a long time now I I wouldn't say that y'all are not in a relationship after two weeks but I would definitely I would probably be the one to make the move and be like all right, we good don't even worry about hitting me back. And then that'll be the end of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I would need to make sure that we've closed that door. Yeah. Because two weeks is, that's, that's an all. That's an all. Mm-mm. Yeah. Like, I don't, the, the argument gotta be, 
it's got to be a big one for it to go that long. Two two weeks and anybody see each other or right. I think that's crazy. And then you try and play me by posting on social media. Now that part, that part right there, you would have just been blocked, removed, everything. <laughs> it tra- stuff your stuff would have been in the driveway. It's right. It, right. We're not doing that. But okay, so if they're in a, if they're just dating, I think yeah, the same applies. Oh yeah, we're definitely done. Yeah, and don't even waste your time. And then of course, uh, uh, maybe after those two weeks or a month, like, hey, what's up? What you doing? One of those text messages. And oh, you know. <laughs> actually, after like two, well, you know, uh, like I said last week, I had somebody disappear on me for a couple of weeks, but he was in jail, so I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we kind of did have an argument around that time, but then, I, I mean, it wasn't nothing to where it was like, dang, you gonna ghost me? But no, he was locked up. So I don't know, it depends on the situation, but it sounds like uh, if y'all just had an argument and, and y'all dating, and two weeks go by and he don't speak, I'm just, I'm assuming he went back home to the girl he was probably talking to in the first place. Mm-hmm. So yep. that's that. Yep. All right, so yes, that is the end of our ask and argue. Yes, yes. So for everyone else, join the argument. Submit your topics to our Instagram page at Let's Argue underscore the podcast and post your topics. Excuse me, your comments in <laughs> the comment section, or you can go in down in the DM us to keep your questions <laughs> and your topics anonymous. Where you're gonna be anonymous? Good goodness. <laughs> All right. So. Guess what, y'all? It's time for the story of the week, child. Yes, 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 yes. One, one of these days, we got to do a fairy tale. Huh? Yes, we do have to do a fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe episode 10, we'll do a fairy tale. Is that fair? Actually, yeah, that'll be a good one. Okay, so look forward to episode 10, y'all, for the fairy tale. Because, you know, if it's my story, it's the best tale, child. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what? It's going to be It's gonna be a fairy tale. We're going to get there. Mr. Chicago. No, but okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, y'all. So I'm going to do one of my stories. But again, you know, if you guys have anything else that you would like to share, stories, experiences, it doesn't even have to be a dating story. We actually had a couple people submit some stories that are just things that they experienced. So if you have something that you feel like is messy or if you have somebody else's story to tell, child. Oh, yeah. Spill it. But today, though, we are talking about a messy tale, and it's one of mine. This one is called Mr. Awkward as Fuck. Awkward <laughs> AF, okay? The emphasis on this Because <laughs> after the story, you'll be like, oh my gosh, like this guy definitely exhausted me to where I had to take a nap after the date. Like, I just could not. Oh, oh, okay. I could Go not. ahead. I'm going to hear this one. <clears throat> you heard this one. You probably forgot, but it's, okay. <laughs> it's, it's all good. But, um, so, yeah, so this particular guy actually met online on one of the platforms. And when I saw him, his profile, like, he looked okay in the in the the actual pictures. So, I yeah. guess he saw me looking at his profile because you can see when someone is reading it or whatever. And he decided to message me right away. So, he's like, hey, how are you doing and all of that? And I said, I'm fine. You know, how are you? We had a couple of text exchanges. And then he finally asked me for my phone number. So, I gave him my phone number. And he texts me and then he had called me later on that evening. So the, the conversation was okay. It was, it was a little awkward. Hence the topic. Well, um, what made it awkward? So child, 
I'll tell you in a second, show. Okay. <laughs> so, like, you know, I don't remember that particular conversation, but it was another one that will definitely put all the puzzle pieces together for you guys in terms of why he was awkward. So okay. he had asked me during that phone call if we could go out the, the that Sunday. So the time that he called was Saturday. So he asked me to go out tomorrow, which would have been Sunday. Now, mm-hmm. mind you, that Sunday was Palm Sunday. And, you know, I'm, you know, in a believer. So he said, why don't we go to church? So I was like, <laughs> you know, I thought it was, I thought it was different, but again, you know, I, I am a church goer. So I was like, okay, you know, it, it's not going to bother me. I'm not ashamed to serve my God. This story is coming back to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so oh. he was like, yeah, let's go to church tomorrow. So, um, I said, okay, whatever. So as the night had went on, this is Saturday. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what I ate, but I had some stomach issues early that Sunday morning. So you can leave that to the own imagination. I'm not going to go into details of what was going on, but to the point where I could not go to church service the next day. So, you know, I said, okay, I'm going I'm to wait a little bit and see if it passes, but if it doesn't, then I'm going to have to cancel on him. And I felt bad because I don't really like to cancel on people at the last minute because I said in the last podcast that I don't like it when people cancel on me at the mm-hmm. last minute. But then, you know, six o'clock came around. We were planning to go to the 11 o'clock service. I thought six o'clock in the morning was ample time to tell him, hey, I'm not going to make it, you know. So then, I text him. I was like, look, you know, I apologize to be texting you, but I'm really not going to be able to make service um, today. So just bear with me. <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. Mm. Excuse me. That was a sneeze. So I was like, so just, <laughs> um, so just bear with me or whatever. Maybe we can go out next Sunday. You know, I eat next Sunday being Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. But he's like, well, I'm going to text you in an hour and see what happens. So I'm like, well, I'm thinking... Mm-hmm. If I'm this state right now, it's not going to be a different state in an hour. So I'm like, okay. So I just said that. So then seven o'clock rolls around and he texts, so how are you feeling now? I was like, I'm still the same status that I was before. I, again, I don't think that I'm going to make it. So he's like, well, I'm going to call you at eight. So then <laughs> I said, okay. So then eight o'clock comes around and he calls and he's like, well, what's going on? So are you still you know having issues i said yeah so he was like well why don't you just you know drink some hot tea or drink some soup or something like that i said sir i said i've been doing all of the above and i still have this right issue. back out we right. exactly <laughs> and i'm still having the same issue i was like you know again i mentioned to you that we can reschedule i'm not canceling on you totally we can reschedule for next sunday so he said okay well again i'm gonna call you at nine so <laughs> I said, Lord have mercy. And he definitely did. He called at nine. So mind you, you know, at this point in time, I'm trying to get myself back to health because I had to fly out Monday, early Monday morning. I actually had to be Mm. at a client site in uh, Wisconsin. I was going out there in the middle of the winter. So I was like, oh, exactly. So I was like, look, or not the middle of the winter, but it was still cold out Mm -hmm. there. So, um, So I was like, look, I need to start getting prepared to get out of here tomorrow morning. You know, I have a flight that's leaving out at five. So, you know, why don't we talk during the week? I said, I'm usually finished by whatever hour I told him of work. And, you know, we'll talk throughout the week. He said, okay, fine. So the conversations throughout the week were very, very awkward and very weird. So I'm going to make this disclaimer. Okay. So I, I am, I am Greek. I'm a member of DST, Delta Sigma Data Sorority Incorporated. Okay. <laughs> this guy was a Sigma. Now, 
not saying anything <laughs> against the Sigmas. You know what I'm saying? saying? <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to speak any negativity on any type of organization. Okay. Whatever your organization is, is your organization. However, at Clark, um, you know, people were never really um, as adamant about going to any of the Sigma events only because they weren't very much on the yard. So people weren't exposed to them. Now they were when we first got there because there were a couple cool ones that I knew. And then I don't know, they just kind of like, they faded off. They and did. It was one they person did. on the yard forever. And then our, like, <laughs> I know you talk about And then when we finished, <laughs> and then when we finished school, it was like 14 of them when we came yeah. back for the homecoming. So anyway, so, um, so yeah, but this person in particular was a Sigma and, you know, nothing against the Sigmas. I don't have any issues against them. However, mm-hmm. this is the what Sigmas made it. Sigmas say something to you. They probably are. But this one <laughs> um, was very awkward because he had said to me, I can't wait until I go to the Greek events with my Sorors, meaning the Zetas, and to, you know, show you around and say, I got a Delta on my arm. I said, wow. <laughs> I said, sir, I said, is it really about that with you? Like, I mean, I said, come on. Like, we've been in the game for too many years right now. Like, come on. You know what I'm saying? And for him to actually say that to me was very elementary. (laughs) I had to ask him. I said, when did you cross? Right. Here I am thinking that he has to be a Neo. Because that's only Neo thing. People that's been in the game (laughs) 10 plus years are not thinking that. So... Oh, <laughs> ten plus years they not even active no more. Like, <laughs> <What>? Events. <laughs> Child. Okay. So he said, I got a delta on my arms. So I was like, look, so these were the type of conversations that we were having the week prior to us attending the service on, on Easter. So he yeah. had said that and I said, Wow. I said, I I really didn't think that you would want to do that, like showing me off like some type of trophy. I was like, I would want to go to the event with you because this is what you enjoy, not because you want to parade me around. Like that's not how <laughs> we do things. So he was like, No, I'm not saying like parade you around, but I'm just saying, you know, I know the Zetas they're gonna be hating that I'm bringing a Delta to the event and this and that, you know, and I like that. And I was just like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm surprised they didn't actually wear your jacket. Oh, okay. <laughs> Child, no, I ain't wearing that jacket. <laughs> Like, can you wear a jacket too, though? Oh, Lord. So that was one conversation. Another conversation he has says to me is that, you know, do you wear heels all the time? I said, yes. I, I, you know, a a large percentage of my shoes are heels, but if Mm -hmm. I'm going to put the flats on, I'm going to wear flats. And he's like, well, I like my women to wear heels. Like, you got to be wear heels because you got to be dialed up all the time, this and that. And I was just Uh like, okay. And then he was like saying all this stuff about how, he made a certain amount of money per year. Now, you know where we are in our careers. Mm-hmm. Now, he told me, and he was very proud of this. And it's fine if you're very proud of it. He says to me, yeah, because I make $65,000 a year and I'm out here. This is what I do. Then he also okay. said, <laughs> then he okay. also said, and, you know, I got to, um, I have a room in the house. Like, I'm renting a room out. So I'm Wait. like, okay, so if you're very, exactly, if you're very, you know, proud of what you make, and that's fine, whatever you yeah, earn, if you're you know. doing, you have a decent living, whatever you're earning, that's great. But for mm-hmm. you to sit up here and parade that around and say that you got a room in somebody's house that you're, that yeah. you're renting, and he said some woman called him out on that and said, look, you over here talking all of this stuff or whatever, but are you working towards trying to get something of your own? Right. And he t- Exactly. So then he was saying all of that, and he, you know, 
it, it was just very weird to me about how he made it very much known about how much he made and you know it, it was just it was just so yeah that's, it was a lot so then yeah. he said to me he was like well you know he said i i know that you're a consultant but i know you probably make way more much more than i do i know you so how much you make i said what? sure I said, what is he worried about <laughs> i have no idea i said time this out i said look we're not about to talk about salaries and stuff like that up in here. I was like, I already right. had an issue with somebody else doing that. I said, but with you, I'm not about to have that conversation. I said, why don't we just enjoy the moment? Let's get to know each other. And let's, you know, just move forward with that. You know, mm-hmm. go on our date on, on Sunday and then let's just have a good time. So eventually he started asking me questions about myself. What do I like to eat and things like that? You know, and I'm a pescatarian, which means I only eat seafood. Keep this in mind as I keep going forward with the story. So. So then, you know, again, us having normal conversations about, you know, um, our background, how many siblings you have, favorite color, favorite food, da 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 da. That's what we're asking each other throughout the week. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then Sunday comes. Now I wake up and I'm nervous. Now, <laughs> mind you, I only get nervous when something's bad about to happen. I don't get nervous when, you know, things are, are cool and whatever. So I'm texting my best friend. I'm like, girl, I don't know about this date. And she's like, girl, well, why? maybe you just got, you know, jitters or whatever because you like them. I said, child, no. I said, that is not <laughs> <Right>. the case. <laughs> I was like, there's something, there's something wrong. Like, I really feel like there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, again, we've already made the, the clear time on what service we were going to go to. We're going to go to the 11 o'clock service. Again, I'm coming from the top of Manhattan. I had to go all the way to Brooklyn just to get through. Manhattan is an hour on the train. So I had mm. to go all the way to Brooklyn to get to this particular church. So, oh my God. and he was coming from North Jersey. So what? Exactly. So if we establish this time, I would hope that you would get there on time. Again, with me being missed on time and we're going to <laughs> church. If we're going to church, I want to make sure I get all of my Jesus. Okay. And this was Easter Sunday too, This right? was Easter Sunday. Oh, yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. So now the trains were delayed. Finally get to the stop <laughs> that I want to get to. And I'm only 10 minutes out of the service. So I'm texting him. I'm like, I apologize. I'm getting off the train now. I will be in front of the church in a couple minutes. Now, mind you, this is 1050. Mm-hmm. This man texts me back. I'm still in Jersey. <gasps> I said, what? He said, yeah, you know, I'm still in Jersey or whatever. I didn't think he was going to be on time anyway. I said, listen, <laughs> I said, sir, we set the time up. You knew what time church was starting. Like, I don't understand. What? So what? I, exactly. So now, now this is my fault for waiting. I sit there <laughs> and I wait mm-hmm. for this man to come from North Jersey to Brooklyn for mm. a service that's starting in 10 minutes. Mm. So I was in the lobby so long that the usher asked me if I was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say that. And I'll let you go ahead and go and calculate that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Man. So she's like, ma'am, are you okay? And I, I said, yes, thank you for asking me. Can I get a program, please? Mm. So I'm looking at the program while I'm waiting for him. Finally, he strolls in. Tie disheveled, mm. suit jacket disheveled, pants wrinkled, white socks with oh no yeah mr rent a bedroom exactly <laughs> white socks <laughs> with black suede timberland boots <gasps> yes yes walks oh, in wow. i'm sorry whatever i'm late da, 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 da. the train was delayed i said okay let's try to get in here 
finally get inside and I hate being late for church because that's when the usher has got to tell you where to sit mm-hmm. I don't want the usher to tell me where to sit okay yep. so I get in and of course we're behind the pole at church so I can't <laughs> see anything because now we're late on Easter Sunday so mm-hmm. I was like okay I'm in church let me at least try to enjoy the service so as the service is going on I'm in my seat he's in his seat now, a lot of these churches are converted um, theaters. Mm-hmm. So, you know how the theaters are set up to where you have the folding seat and you have your your um, armrest? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm in my place. He's in his. Tell me why he was like all the way over into my side to where I'm in the lady side next to me. So, I'm like, he's like in the middle of my seat. He might as well be sitting in my lap how close Ooh. he was and how like he uncomfortable I was with him being all moving over and stuff so I was like um can you you know move over a little bit you know mm-hmm. so he's like oh I'm, I'm sorry I'm sorry so then he goes and he's shuffling in his bag shuffles in his bag for like five minutes it had to be the longest five minutes of my life that he's like looking for something in his bag I'm like are you mm-hmm. okay he's like yeah I'm looking for my glasses pulls out the glasses and these are the Dwayne Wayne flip-up glasses <gasps> and guess what the flip-up part was blue so I, said, I said oh my god so now, now, so now exactly blue fly okay so then he starts looking at me waiting for me to say something to him now i was like i'm not even going to give him the satisfaction of saying anything about these glasses like i i just can't so then eventually he takes them off so i'm like okay so you didn't even need them anyway because you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So he takes them off, puts them back in the bag. And then we go on with the service. And he's like moving and fidgeting and doing all of this stuff. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. So here I am thinking, I have to get out of this date. <laughs> Mind you, he had asked me to be available until 6 p.m. So 11 o'clock in the morning until so 6, 6 p.m. at night because of the fact that I was going out of town again for the following week. So mm-hmm. I was like, there's no way that I can do this until six o'clock in the, in the evening. No <laughs> way. So I was like, let me enjoy this church service and then I'll figure it out. So church service is done. Leave. I'm outside in front of the church. He's like, oh man, I left my headphones in there. So he left his, his blue beats. Didn't he seat. have a whole bag? What's he did. <laughs> he took them out when he was looking for the glasses. Oh, so he left his blue beats in the seat. So he had to go back inside to go get his headphones. And I was like, okay. Now, mind you, at this particular time, I had my work phone with me. So I had two Mm -hmm. phones. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just tell him that I have to go back home and work on a deck. Now, if anyone who doesn't know what a deck is, it's a PowerPoint presentation. So so he comes outside. I make sure I have my puzzle book on my face, you know, to make it become believable. Mm -hmm. And he's like, what's wrong? I was like, you know what? I just got a a email from my boss that told me that I need to go home and do a couple more um, edits to a presentation that I have this week. You know, I'm going to have to go home. I have to cut our date short. So I was like, maybe I said, maybe we can do until two o'clock or three. But I was like, I can't be out until six. So then he (laughs) started, you know, being upset about that. He's like, what do you mean? Like, I mean, don't they know that it's Sunday? Like, why are they contacting you on Sunday? And I was like, anyone that, you know, that's outside of the consulting world or, you know, doesn't have the same type of level job would, wouldn't understand. But like, you know, he was a teacher. Girl, once so, you get them two phones, exactly. it's a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> you ain't this got is no a 24 life. hour job. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, I mean, he was a teacher. So your day is over at three o'clock every day. And then you oh, got your yeah. weekend to see yourself. So, I mean, I understand why you don't understand, but I'm, I was trying to explain it to him and he was getting an attitude. Mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, this is even more reason why I need to get out of here. 
So mm. people was like, well, can we at least go get some brunch? I said, yeah, let's go get brunch. So he was like, yeah, I know this brunch spot that's in Harlem. Let's go up here. We on the train. And again, he's doing all of this awkward stuff on the train. Get to this place where we're supposed to go to brunch. And we walk to it. On Easter Sunday. On Easter Sunday. We walk to it and they're closed. So I'm oh. like, okay, great. So he didn't even do his research on whether or not this place was going to be open. Mind you, it wasn't just closed because of the holiday. It was closed because they were doing renovation. <laughs> so that was about to be closed for a while. Oh, so I God. said, Lord have mercy. So then he says, oh, I know another spot down the street. Let's stand here and catch the bus. Now this is Easter. This was not a warm Easter. It had to be like 46 outside. So I'm mm-hmm. like, why don't we just catch the train because we'll be underground. We don't have to worry about the wind. He's mm-hmm. like, well, it'll be easier to catch the bus. I was like, no, it's not easier to catch the bus in New York. I said, you don't know when the bus is going to come. The trains come every couple of minutes. I was like, it would be easier to catch the train. So then now he's trying to argue me down with this. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Fine. Do what you want to do. So he was like, you know what? Let's just get in a cab and let's split the cab fare. So I was like, oh, God. okay. So we get in the cab. Mind you, the ride literally only cost us five dollars and he asked me to split the cab fare with him so you need 225 back is that what What? child we get to the other place mind you he was all talking at this place up like it was so glamorous get to the place tell me why it's the storefront place child now let's be clear (laughs) this is just getting from bad to worse (laughs) exactly let's be clear on what type of food i said that i eat i said that i was a pescatarian Get to the spot, chicken, chicken, beef, pork, chicken, all types of brisket, all types, nothing but meat. Chicken, chicken, beef, pork. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so what can I eat here? So he was like, you know what? Um, I do know of a place that's two doors down. You can go there and get a plate and then come back here. So hmm. I was like, what? He was like, yeah, so I'm going to order my food. You go ahead. So again, hmm. like a dummy, I go get my food and I came back. I should have kept walking. I should have right. kept walking <laughs> been your way out. Exactly. <laughs> and left about it there. So mm. then I get back. I get my food. I come back. And he's like, oh, I should have paid for it. Shouldn't I? So I was like, oh, my gosh. I said, okay, whatever. So yeah, I opened my boy. food up. And mind you, the food wasn't even good. But mm-hmm. he's like chowing down on his chicken and all of this stuff, like smacking as he's eating. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. I need to get out of here. So then he's like, you know, oh, well, I think the date is going great thus far, don't you? Mm-hmm. So I was like, uh, sure. <laughs> okay. I was like, I'm glad that you think that or whatever. So he was like, yeah, so I got a question for you. I said, what's your question? He's like, well, how long does it take for you to be intimate with somebody? What? I said, what? I said, okay, it's time for me to go. He was like, no, 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 no. Did I offend you? I said, sir, I, it's time for me to go. I have to go. I, I told you that I have until a certain time to get back home because I need to work on this presentation. He was like, yeah, you're right. You're right. You know what? I have to also tell you that I got ADHD. And, you know, sometimes I be saying stuff I'm taking medication for. <laughs> and I was just like. Oh my gosh. I was like, you know what? He was like, well, let me walk you to the train. I said, nope, you enjoy your food. I'm going to just go on ahead and I'm going to get up out of here. Went oh home and I was like, it's a wrap on that. There's no way that I will be contacting yes, him again. I, you know what she should have done? You really, because girl, I had to use, listen, those second, those work phones be a blessing. Because <laughs> I'll be in like business dinners and all this stuff. I I can't stand them because they you really got to be on all day. Yeah. So after that, I'll just call from my personal phone, just go ahead and dial my work phone number, let it go off and be like, I'm sorry, hold on. Oh, really? 
Oh, oh man. Okay, so I'm sorry, guys. I gotta go out here and take this. And I, you know what? Let me just go ahead and leave. It was great seeing you guys. This was fun. Call me tomorrow, and then I dip. <laughs> That's it. That's all you gotta do. Just take full advantage of it. They'll never know. Child. Yeah. So that's Mr. Awkward as fuck. That's the end of story time, y'all. So we're we're done with that. Mm. But I'm pretty sure that everyone else has stories to tell. Again, yes. we are looking for dating stories, experiences. It doesn't have to be, you know, anything in particular, but as long as it fits the realm of a messy tale, what the fuck, or a fairy tale, aww, please send mm-hmm. those to tl.letsarguepodcast at gmail.com or click the link on our Instagram page to be sent directly to our Gmail account. Yes, 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 y'all. So, hope y'all enjoyed this episode. That wraps up episode eight. Yeah. Right? Follow yeah. us on Instagram. Go to at let's argue underscore the podcast for a preview of the next episode. And don't forget to submit your question, topics, and stories. Yeah. When I think of home, my think, think of this. Yeah. I got the note that time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye y'all. Bye y'all. <laughs> I ain't never heard of no ish like that. Oh my gosh. <laughs>